this point in time we want to go into the word of god and the word of god is going to come quick and powerful this morning i'm going to take my lead text for the word of the lord this morning from the book of obadiah which a lot of you don't know exists in the bible obadiah is a very small book has only one chapter obadiah 1 and verse 17a and i'm going to read the word of the lord to you obadiah 117a and it says and that scripture ought to come up on your screen even right now and i want you to follow me because there is power being released from the word of God today. Obadiah 1 verse 17a says, But not so on Mount Zion. There is respite there. There is respite on Mount Zion. A safe and a holy place. The family of Jacob will take back their possessions. Hey! The King, New King James Version says that, But on Mount Zion... Uh, there shall be deliverance and the, uh, the, the people, the children of Jacob will possess their possession. But today, my, 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 my focus is on the fact that on Mount Zion, there is respite there. And when you get there, you take back your possessions, which means the things God has allocated to you may not even have come into your possession, but they were always yours. This morning, I bring you the word of the Lord, I entitled Freedom from hindrances freedom from hindrances the bible says there will be hindrances but not so on mount zion there will be hindrances sent our way built around us mountains and hills and storms and 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 tremors all over the place and threats all over the place but obadiah 117a says but not so on mount zion it is not going to be so on mount zion because on Mount Zion, there's respite there. Respite means there's going to be a change. Respite means that there's going to be freedom, a setting free, a liberation from those hindrances. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. And when that happens, you're able to take back your possession. I wish someone would say, I'm taking back my possession as God is free me from all the hindrances that held me back. Glory to God. Freedom from hindrance is about time. I, I'm going to I'm going to read a, a scripture to you to show you how this works. That text is taken from Acts 14 verse 7 to 11. Acts 14 verses 7 to 11. You're going to see how this works. Acts 14 7 to 11. I read. It says, and they were preaching the gospel there in Lystra. Verse 8 says, And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never ever walked. What a hindrance. This man heard Paul speaking. And Paul, observing him intently and seeing that this man had faith to be healed, Paul said with a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And this man leaped up and what? What he never did ever before. No reference point, no practice. Suddenly, he was freed from the hindrance of being crippled. Hallelujah. Verse 11 says, when the people saw what Paul had done, wow, they raised their voices saying in the Lyconian language, 
the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. It was so, so unbelievable. It was so astounding. It was so fabulous. They started to say that this has to be gods to make a man who never walked ever in his life walk. You may not understand why they were so exuberant in their praise and their reaction until you read John 9 verse 32. John 9 32 will show us why the people in Lystra spoke in the Laconian language and said this God, this have to be God. And what does John 9 32 say? It says since the world began it has been unheard of, it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of one who was born, born blind. She was saying that never has it been done, never has it been heard that once you're born with a condition like blindness or, or, or paralysis or being crippled, you remain like that. It was never been heard before. So when they saw this man who never walked before, never even practiced, just jumped up and started to walk, Oi! What kind of freedom from hindrance is this? So this man now has upward mobility potential. This man cannot move his life forward. This man cannot cannot join the people that used to leave him behind. Oh, how do I know that somebody is saying, this is the service I ought to be in because I need to be freed from every hindrance I have been dealing with. And this is the word of the Lord today. Father, I thank you today that the word will again come to life and cause freedom, cause people to experience freedom from hindrance like this man in Lystra. Because Lystra is also the place of liberation. Lystra stands for the place of freedom. Today, we have come to our own spiritual Lystra, a place of freedom from hindrance, a place of liberation from chains and shackles that have the potential to keep one on one spot throughout one's life. Father, thank you for total deliverance and freedom from hindrances, whatever they are. It doesn't even matter whether they inherited, we're born with it, it is congenital, we, 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 we caused it, it was an accident, it doesn't matter today. My people shall possess their possession, and this possession is freedom from hindrance. Because we have come to Mount Zion, and in Mount Zion, things are going to happen. Because in Mount Zion, there is respite there. Father, we thank you for this is our portion today. Blessed be God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know, some people have a way of saying that, ah, your family, that's how it is. Oh, ah, you were born with that situation. Ah, there's nothing you can do, just manage. The Bible says, since the world began, it has never been heard of that anyone born with this condition escapes. There's no freedom for from this kind of situations. Now lie, now lie, now lie. I bring you a word that on Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. Hey, Mount Zion, there is respite there. My people shall possess their possession, which is freedom and deliverance and liberation from every hindrance. The devil is a liar. Glory to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I like this. I like this. They were so astonished. They said, there must be gods. We've never seen this thing before. Why did you tap into that anointing? By the time I'm done in this service, people will see the change in my life. People will see me on a new level. I said, this has to be the doing of the Lord. We've never seen this kind of thing before. Because God is the same yesterday. Come on, today and forever. What he did yesterday, he's able to do and he's willing to do because we are on Mount Zion. Stay with me, stay with me. 
This was one man dealing with an overwhelming hindrance. This was one man never walked before, never had any idea what it, it, it means to be free to pursue what you want to pursue. But this story proves that when we really want a change, because the Bible says when Paul was preaching, the man focused on Paul, and Paul seeing that the man had faith to be healed. Paul didn't ask the man, the man didn't speak to Paul, but the, 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 the faith that was being emitted, uh, the, 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 kind of, the kind of frequency both of them were on, was a frequency of miracles. Today, I invite you to come into the frequency of miracles, because that's where God operates. And Paul did not even have to ask the man. He didn't even say in Jesus' name, says, stand up on your feet right now. The man left up. He didn't even try to manage to stand up. He jumped up and started walking. Hey, because he'd been stuck for too long. When the door opens, baby, don't even try to be forming some nonsense. You've got to run through that door. The man left up and started walking. He started running because he had lost time. I want to prophesy to somebody, you are going to get up, you are going to run, you are going to accelerate, you are going to catch up, you are going to recover up, you are going to overtake those that went ahead of you because on Mount Zion, there shall be liberation, there is respite there and you will now be able to possess. You will now be able to have the speed and the mobility to possess uh, your possessions in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This story proves that when we really want to change, that's the thing. This man, there were many people that heard Paul, but this was the only man that's, that, 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 that caught Paul's attention. He caught Paul's attention because this man really wanted a change. This story proves it that when we really want to change, when we're now desperate from, for the liberation and the freedom from hindrances, what happens is that heaven corresponds. Heaven notices. Heaven meets you at the point of your need. But you need to want a change. Uh, my question is, how bad do you want it? Stop romancing with a, with a hindrance. Uh, stop explaining it away. Stop, uh, stop, stop glamorizing it. Stop talking about it. Whatever you talk about, it's magnified in your life. This man took his eyes away from with the paralysis in his legs. Uh, he focused on Paul. He focused on the word of God. Say, I need a change. Uh, I'm desperate for a free for to be free from this hindrance. I need a liberation. I need a respite from this crippled life. I need things to change and heaven notice. He didn't call Paul. He didn't even beckon to him. He didn't whistle. He didn't do nothing. Paul notice when you are ready for God. God will notice you when you really want to change. You ought to become desperate for that freedom from the hindrance. Stop. Holding on to the hindrance. Stop explaining it. Why are you letting it shape your life? You need to break loose. You need to break free because there's a lot you need to catch up with. You need to repossess all your possessions. And today is your day. You're going to, you're going to make it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll give you an example. There was a man called Zacchaeus. He was a sinner. He was a tax collector. He used to collect a and everything from everybody. He was pockets were full. But when he heard that Jesus was coming, and he looked at his life, said, this life, will, I will only end up here. He really wanted a change. He wanted freedom from the hindrance because people called him bad names. Nobody wanted to be his friend. He was so determined, he climbed the sycamore tree just to see Jesus. He didn't call Jesus. Jesus walked straight to that tree and said, Lazarus, um, Zacchaeus, come down today. I'm going to stop at your house. Everybody said, what? 
We were all here. How come you didn't see us? They were there, but they were not desperate for a change. They were there, but they were not, they were not desperate for a liberation. They were not desperate for a freedom. And people talk about things, but when you move close to them, you realize they don't want to let go of it. It has become a pet. But no, no, no. Listen, those things, they don't fit you anymore. Those things are holding you back. You, you, you should be like a tree, uh, a, a city set upon a hill that cannot be hidden. A city of glory, a city of hope for people to see. Ah, listen, God is ready for you this morning. Are you ready for the Lord? This man was impotent in his legs and his feet. And impotent means lacking capacity. There are some hindrances, they cut short your capacity. He, this man was impotent, it means he was bereft of capability. Hey, from his mother's womb, never had a chance. Can you believe that? And these things were out of his control and beyond him. You know, somebody out there, you're thinking, did somebody tell you about me? No, no, no. No, the Holy Spirit is revealing to you that today you have come to Mount Zion. And in Mount Zion, there is going to be respite for, from those things. And you are going to be able and you are enabled to repossess your possessions. And so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. As a matter of fact, this scripture, uh, my late scripture today, uh, the, about the story of this man in Lystra in Acts 14. Uh, in the Amplified Version of the Bible. The Bible didn't say he, he, the man was crippled. They said the man found it impossible to use his legs. There are things God has given you, but the hindrances make it impossible for you to use those things and express your gifting and come into the kind of prosperity and the fullness of life that you have the capacity and the potential to have. Hey, the, the living Bible, the living Bible in Acts 14 and verse 10, I just want to read the translation so that you get a robust feel of this thing and we get into prayer. In the living Bible, Acts 14 and verse 10, the Bible says, the man was listening as Paul preached. And Paul noticed, may heaven notice us. Paul noticed and listen to this one. And he, he noticed him and realized he realized something hit him that this man is different from the others. This man didn't just come to hear someone. This man had faith to be healed. And so Paul called him and said, stand up. That was all he said. Not even in Jesus' name. You see, when you're so ready, you're gone before Jesus, in Jesus' name, he said, you're already approaching your destiny. Somebody needs to put on your skates. Somebody needs to put, put on your speed. This man, Bible says, as soon as Paul said, stand up, the man leaped to his feet and started walking. He didn't even wait for Jesus' name. Today, you don't have to wait for anybody. Today could be your own freedom from the hindrances that held your, your parents back, that held your friends, that held your siblings, and you are still in the same straitjacket. You need to get out of there because God has come to set the captives free. And I hear somebody say, hallelujah. This man, Bible says, the living man said he was listening as Paul preached. He was listening intently. And my comment is, this man was listening and he started to grow in his faith to the point that something had to give. He was listening and he was building and he was building to the point that something had to give. Something had to give way. <laughs> Paralysis had to give way. Poverty has to give way because your faith is so explosive when you 
focus on the word of God. It's like when you take light and you compress light, you compress it, it becomes a laser beam. And light can only shine on steel. And that's all it can do. But the same light when it is compressed, it becomes a laser beam that cuts through even the biggest kind of steel. Today, we're going to cut through, we're going to break through to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let me still read that Acts 14 verse 10 in the message translation of the Bible. I know you're right there with me. In Acts 14 verse 10, the message translation of the Bible, it says, So Paul said loud enough for everyone to hear, up on your feet. The man was up in a flash. Hey, I like that. The man was up in a flash. He jumped up and walked around as if he had been walking all his life. Meaning this thing fits me. Hey, meaning prosperity fits me. Meaning that ah, happily married ever after fits me. <laughs> Which means ah, power fits me. Which means me being the giver and not being the receiver, it fits me. The Bible says, as soon as Paul said, up on your feet, the man was up in a flash. He didn't need any rehearsal. He didn't need any orientation camp. This man jumped up and walked around. Come on now. As if he he had been walking all his life. The people that walked 40 years before him did not even have his swag, did not have his poise, did not have his smoothness of movement. Oh, this man was ready. I haven't had to notice him. Are you ready today? Are you desperate to be free from the hindrance? Every hindrance has a name. I don't know what the name of your hindrance is, but whatever name is named, there's a name that's above every other name. At the mention of the name of Jesus, Every name and every knee shall bow. Every hindrance will bow this morning to the glory of God without fail in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen. Hey, this man, the Bible says, the message Bible says he jumped up and walked around as if he had been walking all his life. Can I tell you something? When good things fit you and, and, you, and you're freed from the hindrance called poverty, hey, you will not need a long time for orientation. You can tell inside of you that you are a prince waiting to happen. Oh, oh to one lady there, you are a queen waiting, re to, waiting uh, getting ready to manifest. You don't need anyone to show you because it's built into you. That's who God called you to be, who made you to be, and you are going to make it without fail in Jesus' mighty name. This man started to walk around as if he'd been walking all his life, something he had never done before. He had no recollection. He had no reference for it. He'd never done it before, and when he did it, he did it better than people who were born doing it. Somebody, that is what is called, ah, moving, catching up, overtaking. He overtook them when it came to walking. He had, a, he had a way, he had something about him that people said, this guy, how, how come? He just started now. I see that. I see testimonies loading for someone. I, I see things happening and happening so quickly. Glory be to God in Jesus' mighty name. Lystra is a place of liberation. It's a place of freedom from hindrances. Why do I take you to Lystra this morning and you go back home with to your, your hindrances? No, it's not supposed to be so. Lystra, all this happened in Lystra, a place of liberation, a place of freedom from hindrances. 
Hindrances won't stop you from being anointed. Hindrances won't stop you from having potential. But they cage your potential. They cage it down. It, it is like a prison. You're not going anywhere. The devil is a liar. Today is a day of freedom. Receive freedom from every hindrance to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want to go to the AMPC, the Amplified Classic uh, version of the Bible. The same Acts 14 and verse 8. Acts 14 and verse 8, the AMPC Amplified version of the Bible, the classic. Hey, I hope you're going to have it on the screen. It says, now at Lystra, a man sat who found it impossible to use his feet. It says, now at Lystra, which means this is somebody's reality. A man sat who found it impossible to use his feet. And that means he found it impossible to move. So, I, 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 in my own language, I put it in mathematical terms. Uh, a man sat who found it impossible to use his feet is equal to a man found that found it impossible to move. It means he found it at every turn, every time, anywhere. He found it impossible to move. What am I talking about impossible to move? Because without the legs, you can't move. <laughs> Listen, if you can't move, you can't go anywhere. If you, can, if you can't move, you can't get anywhere. If you can't move, you can't you can't climb high. If you can't move, there's not no upward mobility. This man found it impossible to move up. He found it impossible to move on. He found it impossible to move away. What am I talking about? He found it impossible to move up in life. He found it impossible to move up in life. Try as hard as he has been trying. It was impossible. That is what it means not to find it impossible to move. Impossible to move up in life. He found it impossible to move on, move on, Past what he had, what had happened to him, he found it impossible to move past what had happened to him. And there's so many people in a lockdown. Maybe a relationship broke up, and from that time you are not married. Maybe a marriage broke up, and so what? You can't move on. Listen, this man found it impossible to move past the past, to move past what had happened. What had happened is should be history. What is happening should be your story, the headline news. Listen, when God gives you freedom from hindrances what happened to you becomes his story uh, what begins to happen is a new story called headline news i want you to lift up your hands and say, lord i receive that anointing in the name of jesus christ Hey, he found it impossible to move past the past. Uh, listen, the past has come and gone. God has more ahead of you. God is always saying, move forward. Move forward. There's more ahead of you than what is behind you. The devil is a liar. Maybe you two are finding it impossible to move away from stagnation, which is now beginning to slow you down, and you're beginning to feel like you're in quicksand. You know, when you're in quicksand, it, look, it feels like sand. All of a sudden, you, you start feeling uncomfortable because your height is reducing. And you say, why am I feeling shorter? Because uh, the quicksand begins to suction you in and it drowns people in sand, not water. It's not only water that can drown somebody. Quicksand will drown you painfully in sand. It is quick. That's why, I call, uh, that's why it's called quicksand. It is quick to swallow up 
anything, even an elephant, it will swallow it up. Don't mess with quicksand. So maybe if you're finding it impossible to move away from stagnation, don't let stagnation become quicksand and bury you in it. Today, I want you to reach out for the freedom from the stagnation. Because quicksand, when you get into it, you're stagnated. You can be struggling, you can be moving, you can be, you, you'll have moments, but you do not make any progress until you tire out. And when people come there, there's no sign. You know, quicksand is so mean. When it buries you, it will level the top. There will, there will be no sign that you swallowed anything. That will not be our portion. Defeat will not swallow us. Poverty will not swallow us. Depression will not swallow us. Failure will not swallow us. Can I hear you say amen and amen and amen and amen? This man in our text in Lystra, he found it impossible to move forward. He found it impossible to move forward, to move further. He found it impossible to move further, and he still found it impossible to move ahead. All because he was crippled. There are hindrances that makes it impossible to move forward, to move further, and to move ahead. May God give us freedom from this, from this kind of hindrances in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I told you, and I want to say it again. This man found it impossible to move up, impossible to move on, and impossible to move away. Many of us will fit into one or two of these categories. There are some areas you have moved, but in some areas you have not moved. Today, there will be deliverance on Mount Zion. And I'm going to prove to you that we are on Mount Zion. And in Mount Zion, my people will repossess and possess the possession that was allocated to them, the glory, the, the prosperity, the joy, the happiness, the children, they will possess their possession without fail. This is the will of God concerning you this morning. The devil is a liar. Lift up your voice and say, Lord, I receive it. This is my day of freedom from hindrance. So be it to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. This man found it impossible to move forward. He found it impossible to move further and he found it impossible to move ahead. But he did. We too are going to be moving ahead. Glory be to God. Why do I know this? Because the Bible says on Mount Zion there will be liberation. And my people will possess their possession. Can you say amen? Uh, can you say amen? That person who is really desperate to be set loose from the hindrance. I don't know what it is. That person who is really desperate for an all-round freedom, all-round liberation, you will not just say an amen. You will say amen and amen and amen and amen. Let them think you lost your mind. When you begin to show for uh, what you have, you, have, you have now repossessed, uh, when you begin to enjoy the life that you always knew belonged to you, listen, they will know that today was your day of freedom from hindrance. Let them say whatever they want to say. This man focused his eyes. Some people were trying to talk to him. Mm, I don't have time for that. Some people were, were gisting in church. He said, no, no, I'm not here for that. I'm here for the word because the word is a word of liberation. The word is a word for Mount Zion. It breaks chains. It sets people free so that you can apprehend what God always had ready for you. Glory be to God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not that 
I want to talk to you now. I want to talk to you. It's not that you don't know where you want to go. It's not that you don't know you don't know where you want to be. It's not that you don't know what you should have built by now. It's not that you don't know what you should have by now. It's not that you don't know how it ought to be by now. It's not that you don't have a dream. It's not that you don't have a plan. It's not that you don't have the will to pursue it. It's not that you don't know the way. It's not that you don't you can't picture yourself there. It's just that there has been hindrances. But I come here according uh, as an oracle of God to say to you the devil is a liar. That was yesterday. Today is a new day. Today we're on Mount Zion. And in Mount Zion, there must be deliverance, there must be liberation, there must be freedom from hindrances so that my people, hey, God's people, can possess their possession. Hey, I want to read Psalm 60, verse 12 to you. Psalm 60, verse 12a in the New Living Translation says, With God's help, we will do mighty things. With God's help, we will do mighty things. Hey, with God's help, we will do mighty things. God's going to help us by freeing us from the hindrance. God is going to help us and put the headwind, which was wind resistance, turn it around and become a tailwind, which becomes wind assistance. What was uh, resistant becomes assistant so that you can accelerate and catch up, possess all your possession. Come home loaded with benefits. So shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 60 verse 12a, the New Living Translation is our text. With God's help, come on, we will do mighty things. With God's help, you will do mighty things. With God's help, you're going to break free and you're going to run, you're going to catch up and overtake. It is not over. You are not too late. You're not too old. You can do it. God is on your side. This story is just about a man and there's supposed to be many men like that. It's supposed to be our example. A certain man, the Bible says, just one man in the whole of Lystra, only one man received freedom from hindrance, but it could have been a group of men, many men, many women. It could have been everyone present, but they were not serious. On Sunday morning, how serious are people? After they've heard the word, do they pray the word? Do they meditate or do they play it over? It is on the platforms now. You can always go back and watch the video and, and chew the word, meditate in it day and night until it becomes your living reality. But it was just one man. Paul saw only one man that was ready and one man got what he wants to be. I want you to be the man. I want you to be the woman because I am ready. I'm already on the move. But the rest of the people, they were there. There was a crowd there. They only came to hear a good sermon. But for this man, he was not there for just a sermon. He was there for freedom from the hindrance. And he got what he wanted. And the rest is, is, is history now that he escaped. Somebody here, according to the word of Mount Zion, there will be respite. You need respite. Today you will receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be like that man. Be like that man. We don't even know his name. He listened to the word. He processed the word. He meditated on the word. What is with people? Church has become a club. You just go there and have a feel good. Some people are drinking coffee as I speak. They're distracted. No, no, no. He came. There are lots of people that came. They went back home empty-handed. You will not go home empty-handed. He listened. He processed what he was hearing. He meditated. He assimilated. He built his faith to the point that something had to give something had to happen and he got ready for the instruction before the man said in jesus name bam 
it was gone. You are moving yourself. Glory to God. He grew in his faith to the point that something had to give. His faith drew Paul to his situation. He terminated his sermon. There was no need for any more speaking. So, so no grace of God was said. Instead, there were shouts of joy. I pray that the shouts of joy shall be heard in your household because of this liberation, because of this freedom from this devastating hindrance that be holding you back. This was what I call a rapid response to the word of God. I want you to have a rapid response to the word of God from today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Close now. I want to close. Oh, Father, help me. In 2 Chronicles 16 and verse 9a. 2 Chronicles 16 and verse 9a. I want to read from only the living Bible. I'm not going to take a lot of, a lot of time. My time is, I'm running short of time. From the living Bible, 2 Chronicles 16 verse 9a says, For the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him, people who take the things of God. When they come to church, they take it seriously. It's not entertainment. Bible says, when they do that, so that he can show his great power. In what? In helping them. Is that not what we're praying about? Is that all we're talking about? True help comes from God. Bible says the eyes of the Lord are watching people. Those whose heart, not everybody, whose hearts are perfect towards him. Like this man in Israel, Lystra, so that he can show and demonstrate his great power in helping them. May the Lord help us with true help so that our testimony may be complete in Jesus' name. Hebrews 4 and verse 2 says, For indeed the gospel was preached to, the, to us as well as to them. Hebrews 4 and verse 2. For indeed the gospel was preached to everybody, but the word which they heard did not profit them. Why? Because it was not mixed with faith in those who heard it. Some people are hearers, they don't meditate, and they're not doers. So the word falls to the ground. The word was preached to everybody in Lystra. It did not profit them, but it profited this, my brother. He's just like me. I hope you're just like us. It was, it, it, this is a story of one man dealing with hindrances. Uh, I want to close. I want to close. In Hebrews 12, I'm going to read from verse 22 to 24. I want to prove to you that we're in Mount Zion. Well, 22 to 24, I hope that comes up on the screen. It says, But you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better thing than the blood of Abel. My time is gone, and I want to thank God for being able to bless you. I pray that you receive freedom from all the hindrances that held you back in Jesus' mighty name. I want you to join me as we recite our tenet. We believe in the God of grace, rely on the grace of God, so the God of grace gives us His grace always to bring.